Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently, our story is Dead in the Water, and it can be found in the Star Wars Age of Rebellions GM's Kit. This is Act 3, Episode 6, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Leslie, I play Kith, the uh, Bothan mechanic who is currently riding high on mechanic victory for saboteurs! Hey, I'm Chris. I play Mandalorian Commando, Matu Ordo, who has force powers and is not using them right now. <laughs> TV-93 is played by Brent, a T-series tactical droid, a slicer and a sharpshooter. My duty is enemy demoralization. I try to do tactics, but they never listen. You didn't say anything. Nor do they ever ask. Damsel in Distress, uh, Neiman Ptolemy, is played by Christine, who's really tired of, uh, you know, hanging off of, uh, of mechanical things, uh, and having her shoulder hurt. And her duty is personnel. My question is for Metu today. With you and your compatriots on the verge of capturing Captain Oglerk, or at least supposedly, how does it feel to be this close to getting revenge for what she's unleashed? This isn't about revenge. This is about making sure she doesn't do it again. She's just an enemy combatant. I don't care about the Shadow Raptor. It's just a ship. All of my crew is alright. So the only thing that matters is that Ogluck doesn't pull the wool over our eyes again, and that we can strike a victory against the Empire. Nice. And if I could get a recap for TV for what happened recently... We were ordered to go to an abandoned hangar. We pulled up and there was a large fence. We drove through it. We decided to do a lightning strike because that would end well. There was a large hangar and there was also some sort of security office. Which Kith thought was an outhouse. Biologicals. They're disgusting. Nima and Matu went to the hangar while Kith and I went to check out the security area. In the security area there was nothing very interesting and we didn't blow it up. Meanwhile, in the hangar, lots of interesting things happened. Matu rushed in, saw a ship, a Nubian transport, that was being loaded with some sort of crates by labor droids. Poor droids. There were some protocol droids guarding it. They looked armed. They were loading the crates onto the ship. Matu and Nima attacked unsuccessfully. Nima tried to leap onto the ship as it was about to take off, ended up hanging from it. If I had a sense of humor, that would engage it. Matushada prepared a burn. I still don't know what that means. I ran towards the hangar as quickly as I could. I shot one of the crates. Kith came up behind me and said, that ship has a bad motivator. And it sunk back to the ground. That freaked me out just a little bit, but I won't let her know. (laughs) Where we last immediately left... Our party, we were in the midst of combat. We had just finished the first round of combat. And a protocol droid had been crashed by the ship coming to land again as its engine shut off. Nima rolled free and is now pretty much engaged with four protocol droids with blaster pistols. To refresh our listeners' memories, for the round as it goes, it is two PCs, one NPC, one PC, one NPC, and then the last PC. We have two dark sides and five light sides. It is currently two open slots for player characters to go. People who have who have actions this round 
uh, should go because Nima has a critical injury that loses her her action for this round, including downgrading it. Yes. Um. Uh, okay. So when the triumph was spent and it freed Nima, is she still on the ramp? The triumph was allowing the ramp to come back down and free Nima from it, and also causing it to crush one of the protocol droids. Okay, so what do I gotta roll to get on board? With this, you'd moved up to short range. I'm still going with like an athletics check, just because it's not exactly the most easy way to get up. But at the end of that, like essentially at the end of two maneuvers, jumping up, You'd be pretty much in the cockpit, or have a straight shot to the cockpit. Cool, let's do it. Alright, I do want to get an athletics check for this. And since there's a Nima and protocol droids kind of in the way, I'm going to put this at one purple, one red, and two setback. On an athletics roll to get up there. Two upgrade. So, my roll currently is two yellow, one green, two blue, uh, and a force die against a red, a purple, and a black. Uh, three successes and a dark side, which I will not use because I don't need it. Matu takes his incidental action to wipe his blaster rifle back over his shoulder and makes a mad dash. He leaps over one of the protocol droids, vaults off the crushed one, um, slides in a cool slide upwards the ramp, which should not be possible, but he does it anyway, and um, goes... LT, just get clear! And uh, makes a run for the uh, cockpit just to take a look to see if Oglerk is sitting there. And yes, yes she is. Okay. Um, I am out of maneuvers, so I actually can't take out my sword. So, uh, I'm going to just... Yeah, I'm just going to grab her by the neck. I'm just going to try to choke her out, brawl style. All right. Well, she does have adversary one. Uh-huh. That means you upgrade whichever check you're going against her. So in this case, for Matu trying to brawl her, it would be one purple, one red. Because melee and brawl is always two purples, and upgrading at once gets you a purple and a red. I really should use one of those dark side points. Right, well, then I'm just going to... Fine, I'll flip it back. Sure, why not? All right, so the dice pool is now (laughs) two yellow and a green against two red. Uh, That's all I got, so here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. What did you do? Flat despair. On the other hand, wow, that's a love cancellation. That is a love cancellation. Brawling is not Matthew's strong suit. Sneaking up that's on somebody bad. and, and getting them from skills. behind is not honorable. So that's not his strong suit. So Oglerk is um, sort of a typical... I mean, we think she's Imperial, but she's still like... She's still like a scoundrelly space pirate, right? Yeah, like dressed in relatively scoundrelly clothing, yes. Okay, uh, I'm going to put a suggestion and you can you can go with it or not. So Matu... Uh, just kind of like Conan the Barbarian, just running up, like almost like a bear with his arms held high, going, I finally caught you! And he goes to wrap his arm around her neck and just squeeze until she can't breathe anymore. She, at the last moment, ducks under it, and then Matu grabs the headrest, and then she slaps a binder 
across his arm Ooh. and the, the nice. chair, and he's stuck. <laughs> I like that. That actually is really close to what I was doing, but also it's in the binder, so I'm totally there. <laughs> so he's like, what the? <laughs> and she does it gracefully, just out of spite. Yeah. I hope TV gets there in time to see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm just sort of thinking at the end of like the next round, there's Matu dragging the chair along behind him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's one PC. We've got Kith and TV up at the back of the hangar, looking in at long range to this kerfuffleish, and... We've got Nima, who's sort of groaning from being shot at by these protocol droids. TV, you want to shoot things? Um, I could. Would it be better for Nima to go, since she's, like, there? She's staggered, though. Uh, do you want Nima oh, to staggered. get out of the way? <laughs> because I Nima mean, that's is currently fine. engaged. Oh. There's a chance you might hit her presently. Mm-hmm. So is it beneficial just for me to get up and out of your line of fire? Um... TV's good either way. Unless you want to risk shooting me. Which I was about to say, would TV <laughs> worry about it? Tactically, he'd probably think it's better to get the shot off before they have a chance to react. Oh, TV was ordered to shoot. Yeah, so he'll double move and uh, take two strain and shoot one engaged with uh, his lieutenant. Okay, so yeah, that gets you to medium range with him. Yeah, you have to at this point. <laughs> at this point, I've got three dark side points. I I'm going with it. Why not? And also, that is shooting into engage. You're at medium. I did just upgrade, so that's going to be two red. They are protocol droids, so they have no defense. None whatsoever. All right, then I have no maneuvers to aim or anything. So TV raises the gun to his shoulder, sees Nima in his sights, shifts to the right. <laughs> And fires. Oh, good. <laughs> and gets four success and two threat. You're going to get some sparks in the eyes. <laughs> Ooh, shocked! She's finally shocked! You know, uh, I kind of so... like that. How much damage? <laughs> Fourteen. This is an absolute hail of fire going at these protocol droids. And with it, two are standing pretty much right over Nima. One gets shot, like, sort of a double tap, one in the chest, one in the head. It goes falling backwards. The other one gets shot, sort of chest-wise, and it starts falling forward onto Nima. And as it sort of falls down, hits, and then sort of rolls off, I'm going to give Nima a setback on her next thing that she rolls on. Okay. Uh, help remind me of that, because it'll be a while. I've got it marked here, though, for the moment. All right, then that brings us to an NPC bit. And, all right, the thing that happens is two more combatants enter the melee. <laughs> okay. They are quick on the draw with that triumph. One is coming in at three, so I'm going to toss them in at the end, but in the next round, those go at the beginning. That uh, means, again, extra maneuver. So the way I'm working this is... For this round, Oglek pulls her blaster pistol, looks down at Nima, looks up at Matu, who's sort of bound there, shrugs, and runs out the ramp, and is going to attempt to shoot Nima as she's running past. Okay. 
So without the shield, how much do you have? I have one defense from the armored clothing. Dima, how rough are you looking? Uh, I'm okay. I've got ten wounds remaining. Well, let's see about that. (laughs) (laughs) And this... And so it begins. Crit her again. Crit her again. And this is how Nima lost her arm. Uh, No. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. It's a heavy blaster pistol, which does seven base, so it does ten points of damage. Okay. Nima is still up because she has a soak, so she is three wounds (laughs) remaining. So that that was a solid shot here. Yeah. uh, Like, running past pretty much at no range shoots you, like... With a hand Pretty cannon. much mid-torso. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that looks familiar. Okay. That's that's not as bad as it could have been. Uh, what is that well, crit? 44 is bold over. The target is knock prone and suffers one strain. So really you suffer one strain. Because you say, already reserved knock prone. And that's an average? Yeah. Yep, that is an average. Why was there a plus 10? Because she already has another wound? Or thing? Yes, yes, because she already has another crit. Yeah, that's yes. how you get to the really nasty things like... Uh, like maiming or death because they're over 100 is you get there by uh, having um, having crits build upon one another. So what I think happened here is as Oglurk is running down, Nima was trying to crawl away from the source of all the blaster fire and trying to stand up. And as she was getting up on one knee, Oglurk came down and just fires and hits Nima square in her chest again. And she just flops back uh, onto her back from that just it you know knocks her prone again so it's at this time where all four of you notice like kith notices from the back door tv from where he is matu kind of noticing from out the uh front windshield of the ship that's now off you all notice six stormtroopers coming in one with a nice lovely orangish pauldron and five normals uh, okay, I'm guessing uh, Captain Pauldron is somewhat more important. Kind of a sergeant, but yes. So, Sergeant Pauldron? Yes, he is a Sergeant Pauldron, and that's generally how I denote my sergeants. Because they are a rival versus a stormtrooper being a minion. Yep, and they are more dangerous. Who's up next? That is either Kith or Nima. Okay, where are the stormtroopers coming in from? They are coming in from the wide-open doors at the front. So at this point, I would go with maybe at medium-range to Nima, long-range to TV. I go with the tight end of long-range to Kith and through a giant ship for Matu, also known as, like, long-range. <laughs> um, what is... Where is, um... Oh, Captain Jerkwad. She's, like, short range from the ramp as it's come down. like, And she's trying to run towards the stormtroopers. Okay. And how far are the stormtroopers again? I'm sorry, I know you just said this, but... Uh, they are at long range to you. To me? Yes. And so what, medium to her? Uh, yes. Um, can I get into short range and take an action? You could get into medium. Like, you can get into medium by spending two strain. If you describe some way of you being able to, like, jump around or, like, swing or parkour your way, I could go with that. I was about to say, this is a hangar. Mm-hmm. There are, in fact, going to be chains for lifting and loading heavy things and, and directing things without just having load lifters and whatnot. 
So I'm thinking I could totally jump, grab a chain that is on a roller, and uh, swing my way towards Oglurk. Okay. That does kind of sound like a coordination or an athletics check. Something in that line. I was thinking it was a coordination. I'm totally okay with that. I'm kind of thinking that that should be one purple, one red, and two setback. Because it's got a bit of oil on it and... You're not exactly used to doing this. Says you. You do weird things in that garage, apparently. It's a garage with a bunch of people that probably get really bored. Well, okay, with a, with a, a, a young Bothan that gets really bored. Uh, but that's beyond the point. So the coordination check. All right. So I'm going to steal a destiny point, guys, to bump that up to two yellow, one green. Yay! Three success. So yeah, you're doing exactly what you said. You're running up, you're grabbing this chain, it's on one of these uh, trolley systems, you're moving ahead, and you come, you are trying to do a, a sort of superhero dismount, but it doesn't quite work, and I'm going with you stumble, and that gives you a setback on your next action, which could be right now. I was do I get to take my next Yes, uh, yes action. you do. Am I, am I within short range to Oglurk? Yes, you are. Um, I'm going to throw a frag grenade at her. <laughs> Alright. If you want to get any information out of her, it might not be that conducive to it. But, you know. She's got other people. We'll find Cog. And honestly, I probably won't actually kill her. Um, what's the difficulty? She has adversary, so that goes up to a red and a purple. A red and a purple. So I've got... Some training with grenades. So it's going to be two yellow, one green. And we'll see if I get to apply my grenade gift after one purple, one red. And one setback from the roll to from get my there. whoopsie. Yep. My lack of grace. Okay. The streak continues. <laughs> Basically, Kit doesn't say anything cool. She doesn't say anything at all. She just does an ungainly roll, doesn't even manage to get back up on her feet after falling off the chain. But as she rolls, she grabs the grenade, clicks it, and hump chucks it at Oglurk. And, like, you know, contact. And one damage, it's a frag grenade does eight plus one because yep, I have so powerful blast. Nine damage. To oh, nine so damage. Or does no? it do ten because I have the success? You also okay. get adding your success, so that would be ten. To which okay, this bless her. Yeah. Like this bless her and I'm going with this actually rocks her off her feet. I'm going with you weren't quite sure that you were gonna make it that far, so you, no explosives and you're a little worried that that was gonna land out on your feet, so that's your strain. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, so this brings us to two NPC slots. Okay. So the first one is going to be the two protocol droids. They're going to move back to short range and then try and take a pot shot at Kith, since Kith is throwing out grenades. (laughs) On the other hand, there's just two of them, but they are short range. Does Kith have any defense? Um, no. They're taking a maneuver. They're going to be trying to shoot at Kith. So it is going to be a one green, one yellow, one purple against Kith at one purple. Unless someone wants to upgrade it. Upgrade it. That's my vote anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. 
Then okay. do it. So it is upgraded. Protect the squishy ball then. Well, the squishy bothan takes a grand total of eight damage, oh, which no. you get to apply your soak to. Okay. Four damage. That's not a squishy bothan. It's nowhere near a squishy bothan. It's actually a pretty hefty bothan. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. They got a threat, though. They do have a threat. Same sort of deal? Sentry try and give them a pseudo strain? Or a setback? Setback works, too. Like, maybe they're being distracted by TV's incoming fire, and then they're trying to focus on... There's just too many targets right now for their for their programming. Yep, no, that works. That totally works. They just went for something that caused an explosion. Yep. All right. So then the squad of stormtroopers are going to come in and try and shoot at the sniper. Thank heavens they're not going for me. <laughs> Sorry, TV. So what is TV's range defense? And he is getting one for being behind the... Uh, Landing gear thing. Ah, that would bring him up to a total of one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, they know. are at long range to TV, but I'm taking full advantage of actually having stormtroopers finally. They can shoot at long range. You have to take into account this light side point. I will absolutely do that. And let's see how this works out, because it is a five set of stormtroopers taking a pot shot. Oh, now TV has something to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> and how, because that does actually a total of 12 damage. Oh. Ah. So TV just takes these straight to the chest. Just <laughs> and it will leave him with three wounds remaining. Ouch. Then that leaves us with Nima. Okay. Um, Kith is closer to the stormtroopers than Nima is right now. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's... So, uh, she is staggered, so she does not get an action this turn. Um, she's going to use a maneuver to uh, finally stand up, and she is very concerned for how this is going, and personnel is at the forefront of her mind. So she's going to use her second maneuver to move to, uh, I think Kith was at short range of me. Yep. Yep, so I'm going to move up into engaged. Well, Nima doesn't have the maneuvers to bodyguard or anything at this time. She's trying to help protect Kith. Okay. And Nima looks like, you know, warm death walk in here. Uh, she's got two big burn holes in the like front of her jacket. And uh, she's looking uh, less green, which is bad for her. Mm-hmm. And coughing and struggling to hold the shield up. She's going to key her calm. Fall, fall back to the ship. Because uh, right now we are too spread out, and uh, we need somewhere to to rally. Okay. And that was her turn. I think that was a pretty good use well, of it. Well, all right then. Okay, so at this point, the pauldron boy decides to come in, and he just starts barking orders at the protocol droids and at the stormtroopers, telling them to get into place. Like, he's... Essentially drawing down on the Mary Ellen and the Bothan who are sort of out in the open. But he's not firing yet. Is he is he like coming at us or is he just like focused? He's more focusing, like he's lifted his heavy blaster rifle and is like looking to shoot, but not yet. And then that brings us to the end of the round, which then brings us to the top of the round. Which is bad news, because you said that they were going at the beginning. Yes. They now go at the beginning, because no one beats a three. So, okay. what's the new order? 
the new order is NPC, two PCs, NPC, PC, two NPCs, PC. Gross. The first ones I'm going to go with are... You know what? I'm actually going to go with Oaklerk getting up and is attempting to run to the edge of the warehouse. Like, trying to run to those stormtroopers. And she's just going to use both actions to get past the stormtroopers and dive into cover. Yeah, she is not our biggest concern anymore. And then two PCs get to go. Two PCs. Uh, okay, so when we bad motivated this ship, what did we bad motivator specifically? Engines. Okay, so are there any guns on this ship? I'm going to go with yes. I'm very disappointed. We shot a fire barrel and there is no fire spreading around causing mayhem and destruction. So I would like to shoot some starship weapons now to cause more mayhem and destruction. Well, first, don't, don't you need to get yourself free? He's attached I'm, I'm, to the, sh- the, the chair. <laughs> yeah. Ah. You raise a good point. Honestly, you raise two good points. One, at this point, the box that had been shot sort of just, at this point, it explodes and causes a huge amount of smoke to start. And a couple other crates that are nearby it are starting to catch fire as well. Like it sort of lit them on fire. So now we got a little bit of cover. Going to be taking a, yeah, everyone's essentially getting a little bit of environmental cover. So one setback to all shots. And that's everybody, good and bad. Yes. Shoot them, Chris. I'm going with a small blaster turret. Okie dokie. Uh, so gunnery. Mm-hmm. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, gunnery is the only combat skill I do not have upgraded. Oh no. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what my side points are for. And forceness. Yeah, there is that. Gunnery is not a commando career skill, um, so <laughs> I don't got it. So I'm going to have to upgrade one. Okay. Uh, I do have flat agility of three, so I'm at a yellow and two green at the moment. All right. Uh, well, here's the one problem, though. This is shooting gunnery weapons at, like, from a uh, freighter, which at some point last episode we had called Silhouette 4, down at Silhouette 1 beings. But so, the, the stormtroopers are in mistaken, a group. They still are technically a Silhouette 1 group. <sighs> Well, I'd even go with Silhouette 2, which makes it a hard. You got this. This is where Christine saying I'm a nice GM kind of goes. With this, it is going to be a two purple, one red difficulty shot. Okay, and I have nothing else oh, to do. Oh, and a so setback. And a setback. I will just aim, I guess, because I can't do anything else being handcuffed here to the control panel. Uh, okay, so I'm at a yellow, two green, a blue, two purple, a red, and a black. Here we go. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> two successes and one threat. So Matu, um, he has to pretzel himself a little bit because he has not been bindered into a very convenient spot. In fact, he's kind of crouching on top of the, uh, the seat. Kind of as if he were Yoda, essentially, perched on there. <laughs> He's reaching with his free hand going, oh, I'll show you, who sneaky, cunning little... First off, for our listeners, he hit. So, as far as I'm concerned, that means... Well, it no, means bad things for them. <laughs> if it was like a one-damage thing, th- minion groups could theoretically handle that. 
It's not, though. Yeah. This being a light, that's enough to just destroy the minions. Like, he's shooting, there's barrels there, whatever. It's just sort of this corner of the area, just there were five stormtroopers there. Now there's not even a corner that they were there. Ogrek's now just sort of lying on the tarmac a little bit further on. The stormtrooper sergeant's still there, like he's uh, almost blasted to the side. And where there had been five stormtroopers, there are now none. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think our luck just changed. Don't ever, don't, no. Don't quote me the price when I haven't got the time. Let's let's just keep going. <laughs> With this, that brings us to another PC slot, of which everyone has their actions this round. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yay! Oh, oh. God, everybody looks like crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Matt, too. Or they're bound. <laughs> or they're yeah, I actually have barely taken any damage at all. I've got full ammo. But this mental image of you squatting position. on this chair with one arm stuck behind you, the other arm reaching out, it's amazing. Really hope TV doesn't see this. <laughs> oh, he's totally going to see it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, TV wants um, to get there so bad. Does anybody have plans? Because I have an idea, but it's not very important. Uh, Nima is very much fallen in to protect her squad kind of idea. So she's going to try to move with Kith because that's who she's with right now to protect her. So uh, if you've got an idea, go for it. Basically, Nima will will probably end up following you. Wasn't actually going to go anywhere just yet. I'm just going to run this by the, the party and see what they think. I have this new skill from from all this futzing I've been doing with electronics and mechanics and stuff, where um, I can build a contraption once per session. <laughs> and I have this, this machine in a backpack on my back that was supposed to disrupt sound, but I don't see why I yes. can't make it disrupt droids. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I would totally do that. Use contraption, do that, totally. All right, Kith wants to contraption. Okay. All right, so it is a hard and check. I, of course... Uh, it's a hard check, so Ben's got to make that. it worse. Well, I, it's kind of a thing. I kind of have mm-hmm. to make it worse. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And um, because I don't want to mess with TV, I'm going to try and work off the signal that we used before with the mass-produced droids. You're, like, trying to target something about their specific programming or something. Something that will hopefully keep TV immune. Yes, basically. She's actually, like I said, she never got up. She's going to swing her backpack off and kind of, you know, unzip it. And just, you know, know how when you you dramatically unzip a backpack, it kind of folds open, revealing the big thing inside? Yes. Kind of like that. And so start going to town with the tools that she's got. What are you doing? She doesn't respond. She's like, she's muttering to herself. She's like, I just need to find the frequency. <laughs> Nima is just casting glances down at Kith as she's trying to uh, continue to cover her. <laughs> she's like, what are you even up to, child? Okay, and it's it's a hard mechanics check that Ben made worse. And I'm going to make better by flipping the light side back, which gives me one green, three yellow, versus two purple, and a red. Oh my, Yes. This way she can make it look like an accident. I always knew it. 
On the other hand, there somehow is some sort of discharge in it. And it zaps her. <laughs> for a wound or a, st- for a strain, what do you say? For okay, a strain. That, that's yep. good. The wound is less, less planned. For our listeners, that would be five successes and, shockingly, hmm, one threat. I'm going to go with that this actually just knocks out those two. Like, you sort of see blue rings and, like, blue arcs going up over them, somehow turning purple as they get about halfway, and then they just sort of do the electrocuted jitter and then fall back onto the ground, going thump, thump. And TV just gets a little bit of a... I was kind of hoping to freeze all of the droids, including the workers, just because I don't know that I don't know that they can be work- turned against us. But we've kind of been grabbed by load lifters, so I'm a bit wary of forklifts. Okay, no. Absolutely practical. Yeah. They would also have been sort of gotten the electrical flowing over them and then shut down. So they're no longer floating about and so cowering. Pretty much, yeah. All so what does that leave left on the field for bad guys just the sergeant and ogler hold on i have a maneuver yeah that is okay what do you want to do with the maneuver hopefully who yourself you me (laughs) (laughs) there's a few options here so i'm gonna since i'm you know i'm I'm doing all this fidgeting and fiddling stuff with my backpack and after i like slam my fist down on the button to send the rings out i i reach onto my hip and grab one of the um one of my remaining stim packs and just in Nima's hip, because that's what I can reach. Oh God! <laughs> uh, she just casts you that that death that death glare for a moment, but doesn't scold you or anything because you know she what? Felt she like really crap. needed that. <laughs> and she's slept since then, so that's a full charge of the stim pack. Yep, yep. So yes. so she heals five wounds today. off of it. So she's now back down to uh, missing half of her wounds. Progress. Here's the thing. Stormtrooper Sergeant is seeing, even with this, it's not entirely, like, he's a fairly good shot. And he also has a fairly hefty blaster rifle. So he is going to take a somewhat carefulish aim at Akith and Nima. Oh, good, it's both of us. Okay. That's just even better. Yeah. This is going to let out a torrent of fire. Okay. An absolute true torrent of, one might say, automatic fire. Yeah. (laughs) One might say upgraded against him. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Who is the primary target? The primary target actually would be... Nima is kind of standing in front, but I haven't been able to bodyguard or anything like that. I'm going to go with Nima. Okay. Again, nice GM. Uh, So that will be... No. You won the die roll. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so that'll be a defense of three, uh, four with the smoke. Okay. And then I that flip a, a light side point, so yep. you're going to have an upgrade in there. And they're at medium range. They are doing the auto fire uh, doohickey, which upgrades or which increases difficulty once. So this is going to be one. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm doing it. Ah. So it is going to be three yellow versus two purple, one red, and four. Count them. Four setback dice. Oh, no. And (laughs) still hits once. But with four threat. So. Yeah, yeah. Like. How much damage is that? That's pretty nasty. Eleven. Yeah, so that'll be seven more wounds. 
Okay, Nima is hanging on because of Matu's combat victory. <laughs> because she's been spurred on by that. And what a victory. Meanwhile, he's in there trying to, like, jiggle the <laughs> binder off. Like, come on. <laughs> so all of this mayhem is going on, and there's there's smoke, yep. and there's fire, and there's loud noises, and we cut back to the silent or the muffled cockpit. Where you hear oh, Monto going, poor, poor poor just yeah. need to. Yeah, and, and like work. just in the in the background or like over his shoulder, you can see the auto fire down there. Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking happened here is when he opened up with all this like barrage of fire, Nima just planted her shield on the ground and was trying to brace herself against it. Where you know uh, this level of fire is almost driving her back, and uh, you know one of these shots just kind of clipped off the edge and hit her in the leg. Where uh, yep, she, that, she's that in really, really bad shape. She's barely standing, but she's managing to hold on. You tried to Wonder Woman it. Yes, Pretty exactly. Much. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's exactly my thinking too. It's like, yeah, where it's just this barrage of fire coming in, and yeah, it's mostly the upgrade and the setback dice are what cause the it to almost fail. So yeah, it, it totally makes sense. And then I've got four threat there. That's the other thing. There's four threat rolling here. I-, I would like to go ahead and do a little bit more of the Wonder Woman thing. If I'm going to spend two of those threat for a free maneuver, and Nima actually gets her feet under her and starts advancing towards him. Where it's just him and Oglerg now. She's pissed off and she wants to put an end All to right. this. Uh, and then the other two threat... I want to give him a setback die, mostly because this is like all of his men are dead. He is outnumbered, and we are not going down as easily as he was hoping. He's his morale shaken a little bit. Okay, I, I'm willing to go with that. You also could toss out a selected boost to someone to shoot him. Just saying. Oh, that would be better. Uh, his full concentration is on Nima right now, and uh, that's going to give a a boost to say a certain tactical droid. With a really totally good makes gun. Sense. Okay, so now the thing is, we go into two PCs. We have TV and we have Nima. And really standing, we've got a Stormtrooper Sergeant who has just unloaded a hail of fire at a Bothan and a Mary Ellen. Uh, Brent, what are you thinking? Uh, TV is willing to go. Okay, why don't you go ahead and go first? And uh, if you don't take him out, then uh, Nima will do her best. He's at long range to you. And has just one setback due to environmental cover. And you pass TV a boost? Mm -hmm. Yes. You don't have to pretend to like him. (laughs) He's at long range. I'm going to need to do my my sniper shot. Yep. It'll upgrade the difficulty by one. Yep. And that's a maneuver, right? Yep. So I will also take a true aim maneuver for two strain. Yep. And as this is going on, there's a... From TV's point of view, there's uh, mandatory subroutines kicking in that he's exceed his damage threshold. And there's automatic operations that come in that instruct him to get a uh, repair patch and apply it. But he overrides those programs and they kind of disappear off to the side as he drops to one knee, lines up his shot. And so that is going to be flipping this, of course. And that's going to be a red and two purple. Uh, sure. And with the setback for the smoke. Yeah, it's a setback for the smoke. So what does that end up being for difficulty? One setback, one red, two purple. And he hits with one success and one threat. Canceling out a boatload of threat. 
Yeah, a lot. So I'm sort of figuring at this point the fire is sort of spread and an explosion goes off near TV, causing him to wince as he's shooting, taking it straight. So do 10 points of damage. And you do 10 points of damage to this guy, which definitely takes a damage through the um, armor on him. Okay, and that brings us to a Mary Ellen. Sidebar with my squad for a second here. Do I just shoot this guy and take him out? Or do I make use of an ability to uh, get this guy to throw down his arms? Mm, well, nah, kill him. Let's... Kill him. I'd like to set the scene. You have just watched Matu disappear and not reappear. I know we, he's shot, but we don't know what kind of condition he's in in the cockpit. Kith has had the living daylights kicked out of her. TV is finally smoking, although it's hard to tell with all the other smoking. And you're having a really horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day. Do you have the self-control to commanding presence? Or is your patience almost as shot as you would like him to be? That's my question. No, no, you, you paint a good picture here. Uh, Nima has, can have a lot of patience, but under these circumstances, she's on her last leg. Cop, part of her, tells her to just pacify the guy. You know, we don't need to kill him. But also, she was essentially a member of SWAT. You you deal with the immediate threats, and this guy has a heavy blaster f- rifle, and her team's damaged. Yeah, I think she'll take the shot. Alright. So I'm at short range to this guy now? Yes, you are at short range to this guy. Nima's going all out on this, uh, this attempt here, so I'm going to double aim and burn two strain for it. Alright. And I'm going to light side it, uh, which is going to bring the positive dice to three yellow and three blue, versus uh, just one purple for the base difficulty. However, I've got three setback dice. I've got a setback from some threat Ben spent earlier, since this is my first action mm-hmm. since. A setback due to the yep. smoke, and a setback because my shield is damaged. But, okay, Ben, hold on, before you roll, I would like to put forth an honest-to-God Martin Riggs, John McClane. She is <laughs> bleeding... From multiple places, she is she dead. Has one ro- wound remaining. <laughs> dead set against this thing harming anybody in her care on her squad ever again, and she's double aiming. She's doing the slow motion focus, <laughs> like smoke billowing around okay, her. Okay, I'll go with it. Okay, boost. Okay, <laughs> nah, I'm going with no. That's been talked up enough that I'll go with another upgrade. Awesome. Good job, Leslie. You you, you make Nima sound way more uh, way more present than she probably is. But look at this. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> She's so freaking badass. Pardon. Bad something that's family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, with the whole double aiming and the picture you're painting, I'm thinking it's even like she's pulling the shield to the side and is actually lining up her shot instead of firing wildly like she usually does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, totally. so one green, three yellow, three blue versus a purple and three black. Good night. <laughs> I think I'm going to I think I'm going to call that a headshot oh with six gosh. successes and an advantage. Uh well, so that is going to be and technically two advantages cuz of my laser sight. That's going to be 14 damage. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that is a headshot and it like smoking crater in the center of the a stormtrooper brow and he just goes flying backwards doesn't even really keep control of the 
a heavy blast rifle as it clatters to the ground next to him. And, well, you hear two things at once. You hear Uglark going, I surrender! <laughs> that was my worst English accent ever. Somehow it went Scottish, but whatever. And you also hear a interstellar sloop scream out from behind the warehouse. Sloop or swoop? Interstellar sloop. It's the thing that Count Dooku rides around in in oh. the Clone Wars and... The crazy solar sail ship. Yeah, exactly. It is one of those things that screams out from behind the warehouse. So there goes our mystery human. Well, we'll deal with that another time. Uh, so Ogler goes down the ground. She's surrendered. Yep. Nima's going to go ahead and uh, holster her, her gun, and she's going to go ahead and slap her stun cuffs on uh, Oglerk, securing her hands behind her back. We've got a new right. ship. <laughs> I mean, nothing. And once that's done, Nima's, you know, she looks back and sees Kith and TV still standing, and she doesn't see Matu, so she's going to key her calm. Matu, are you still with us? So he has since given up trying to get out. <laughs> he is sitting on the floor with one hand raised above his head. <laughs> and he's sitting there going, I know a droid named TV. He's going to laugh at me. <laughs> I tried to give Oglick a reminder, but I ended up in a binder. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, LT! Uh, is the situation under control? I'm a little stuck. Are you hurt? Uh, t- TV, uh, you. B- board the ship and uh, see if you can help Matu out. No, 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 send Kiff. It's a mechanical problem. Needs you to lock it down right away. Uh, with mechanics, uh, buy a boffin, it's, uh, boffin DNA coded, uh, just send Kiff. On my way. (laughs) (laughs) Matu flustered. (laughs) And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I stare up at TV, TV stares down at me. I suppose you're recording this. Of course. I am now. (laughs) Have you tried pushing your fingers together? <laughs> so releases? Sorry. Uh, can you just... Uh, does one of your fingertips turn into a skeleton key or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> just stare at him. Yeah. He'll fluster some more. It'll be hilarious. So... Something happens, we don't know what happens, but uh, Matu comes out, looks around, and sees the fire, and he's like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> he missed everything, didn't he? <laughs> Except for the stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah uh, that's He true. got them real good. Uh, Nima is, put her shield down, and she's just taking a seat for the moment over in your Oglerk's <laughs> position. Okay, once Kith knew that everything was fine... She just kind of, you know, she's got this bag and the machine. She just kind of lays down on the ground next to it, like... So I guess it's up to Matsu to wrap okay. up the mission, so I guess he'll call Amy <laughs> and be like, uh, Hey, little buddy, we need a pickup at uh, my current location. Try to make it quick. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have Imperial inbound pretty soon. Uh, Calm for reinforcements if they're available. Let's just get out of here. Remy tweedles back that he'll be there in about five, ten minutes. And 
shuttles getting prepped up and ready to go. When we get aboard, we should paint this target for the Shadow Raptor. I think we need to leave this factory a crater. I could set up some some things. If you can do that here and save uh, save us some proton torpedoes, that that'd be great. How much do we want this nice ship? I guess my my question is, I don't know how. I mean, we we took out the immediate threat. I mean, are there more Imperials lurking around here? There were two other buildings we didn't even look in. It's abandoned except for the one for the warehouse for a couple people in the warehouse. Which you haven't really looked into. I mean, if you want to, you could go exploring a little bit. I don't want to, no. Um, <laughs> I would, I mean, as much as I would like to try to single-handedly kill whoever. From a meta standpoint, with that guy getting on the solar sail thing, that was the last threat of this place. Okay. Like, if you want to be, like, properly, tactically going through and making sure that the warehouse is clear, bef- like, since you have a bit ooh, of time. Oh, no! Before Raimi gets gets here, we should do that. We should totally go look around. So is, isn't there, like, a, a rule in Edge of the Empire, and I think it's a combat rule, where it's like, when things are sort of settled, you do one final roll, and you kind of use that to determine the narrative impact of whatever you did? don't remember that one me either i think it's like when when it's like you if you're if it looks like you're definitely gonna win a battle then you can just everyone does one final combat roll and then you just narrate it out because you don't want to well crawl through the nitty-gritty i want to check out the warehouse so i mean can we each just like do a final like we each decide what skill we're going to use to investigate and we okay no absolutely i will go with that cool i have a simple idea and how I can contribute. I've got a Captain Oglerk here. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i better at the social things, and I don't think Nemo wants to wander too far uh, either. We've killed a whole lot of people here. So uh, I'm just going to threaten her a little bit. You know, I've got a big blaster. She's got a head. Um, you know, so you tell us have where. A now, <laughs> since that guy dropped one. Uh, okay. Is TV taking a trophy, by the way? A trophy? A heavy blaster rifle, dude. No, yeah. Yeah, it'll, Absolutely. it'll be useful. We need to grab whatever we can very quickly here. And if you want us to take you with us intact, you're going to tell us exactly what files we need to grab, what is important here. I don't have to bring all of you back to the Shadow Raptor. Oh, snap. Oh, but I'm far, far too good of a prisoner for you to just... Kill and leave dying here. <laughs> My father hid his goggler. Is while she's talking, Nima just kind of uh, twists her blaster a little bit to the side. She fires into the uh, like the deck beside her. She's not hitting her, but kind of cutting her off. And then she's going to say, "I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over the sound of my blaster, just narrowly missing your hand." What's it going to be? Well, if you're going to be like that, <laughs> I think we've established that's going to be the case. <laughs> uh, so can I make a coercion test? By all means. All right. Coercion is going to be against one red and one purple. And one setback. Okay. I will light side back, which gives me a green, two yellow versus a purple, a red, and a black. Okay, something happened here. Because I rolled one success, a threat, <laughs> two triumphs, and a despair. <laughs> I think a whole lot of things happened. Wow. 
We, you know, you don't okay. have to break the record for weird rolls every time you do it. You could just roll a regular roll, like a one success, two advantage type of roll. I wish I could. You I, could. I wish I could. <laughs> uh, so, so success, she's going to give us something valuable in terms of crap we need to take with us. Uh, and I've got two triumphs. Oh, man. Uh, I think... Love to increase the the potential value of that stuff. Um, like maybe this is part of a larger imperial operation or something where we might be able to get some other targets to pass on to the fleet, which could be huge. Okay, I totally go with that. First off, let's deal with you did a success. Yay! Took a strain because while well, you're doing stuff that even like the cop part of you is just not really comfortable with. Yeah, this is not what you would ordinarily do. <laughs> You're not normally yeah. the bad cop. Like, you're very cowboying it up. Yes. <laughs> but you do get a success for the intended thing of what do you get now? And the first part that she gives out is the droids from all of this are part of a single plot to learn the location of the rebel fleet. Normally, she'd be climbing up at this point. But, like, she lets loose that, like, her rank is lieutenant. Her name is Hura Kogler for Imperial Intelligence that her father's Hindus Kogler, who is one of the heads of Imperial Intelligence that does intrusion specialists, and she's sort of a knockoff the old block. Double triumphs off that's coercion. Well, who, who, was, who flew away? Cog. Yeah, her first mate. It was Cog. I'm okay. guessing. Okay, the fa- her father connection then makes my second idea, which is maybe we could... Maybe she'd be a double agent for us or something like that. I can't see that being plausible at all. I know I'm going to ask a lot of Ben uh, to go off the fly here, but can you pair one of those triumphs and that despair and somehow lead this into friends like these? Ooh, I can definitely do a triumph for it. The despair off of this role getting the despair. Something like... like I think I me... can. No. Okay, go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. I want to see this. I want to see this. I think I've got something that the Triumph could work on, just sort of to help out slightly. Like, you guys are taking a lot from this into uh, friends like these, which is what's happening next. By the way, in case listeners didn't know that, I've been talking about that for like a month now. <laughs> so something like, you know, like the despair could be that... You know, this information is somehow being transmitted somehow through a spy droid or the first mate. And we know, because you and I have talked, that Matu is going to be important. So, like, when we show up, people are going to recognize him much faster and it's going to make our life, like, a lot more hellish. Well, just recognizing us Something in like general that. a lot faster won't be Yeah, won't maybe be that too. If we're coming out of the gate as, oh... They're a rebel squad, <laughs> uh, which I, I I like that. That's that's an interesting interesting way. But on the flip side, could it be where the triumph maybe can help secure us an ally down the road because of that same recognition? Where somebody goes, "Oh, it, you're a rebel squad. Oh yes, could we we really could use your help?" Or you know, uh, okay, okay, okay. They already know we're a rebel squad because Oglark already has spoken with us. I mean, we made the deal with her, so in theory, she would have already transmitted 
our information, our generic information to them. True, but that we were a, that first mission was the blue milk run. You know, it's like now we now we've got rep. Well, and that we've was got that's cred. what I'm thinking for the despair. You just went up a contribution. Well, what I was thinking rate. for the despair is they know we're we're a squad, but now they also know what we do. Well, except for Matu, who got stuck to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Just like they have more intel on us. He's some sort of <laughs> chef. <laughs> okay, I've been thinking this over and figured out a place where, uh, going by what Chris has been suggesting, I now know a place where using an intrusion specialist coercion success will work in the grand scheme of friends like these. But... My only problem to this for you guys is that this is going to be a long payoff. Is that okay? I'm okay with a long payoff. And in fact, like I will have completely forgotten about this. And as long as you've made a note about it, when it comes rolling around, it'll be a surprise to me and Nima again. But, but you I know what you that. can do? I mean, like it's, it's a, a long payoff and everything, but you can do like a, a bump for friends like these related to it in no specific way. Like if it is information, a data thing. Oh, like you've oh, got. Oh, I will. Have you heard? Have you read the new file on these rebels and whatnot? I don't know. Just, just things. Mm-hmm. I also kind of have something for the triumph that's sort of dangling, but I do also want to get to the other people's roles. Yes. Sorry for for making such a complicated role. <laughs> the thing that I kind of want to do is, can we bank that triumph for a bit to see how the other roles go, and then see how it plays out? Absolutely. Okay, so let's go with... TV. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's go with TV. <laughs> okay, what is TV it? doing to try and secure the place, investigate the place? What? TV is probably conscientious of the uh, crate that he shot that might still be smoldering or sparking <laughs> or anything. Um, he might Slowly invest- burning down the hangar, yeah. Yeah, investigate that to see if there's anything that needs to be done. To finish off that. One of the things that you've noticed is that the fire suppression system for this place seems to have not been functioning. I'm going to go with like a average-ish check-a-go of either computers or mechanics to cause it to actually engage so that it's no longer possibly causing the uh, hangar to explode. Alright, he will take a look at it in the computer. So he goes up to a terminal and plugs in his slicer gear because just using the actual terminals too cumbersome. And an average check, you say? Yeah. I've got a huge amount of dark points, so yeah, I'm doing that. Of course Because, well, I should. And, yep, no clue. Well, he's trying, but it like there's just not enough power in the system, I'm thinking. Computer system is offline. He starts and he's like... It would be cooler if this place just burned into oblivion. <laughs> it just gives up. He starts thinking about Matu being tied to the computer terminal and just loses focus. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay, so what is Kith doing? So I'm, I'm going to put this to the crew. I have two thoughts. One is Kith tries to basically steal the ship that she previously disabled. <laughs> or she just goes scouting for useful things. I like you messing around with the ship. That seems like a very kid thing to do. Like, ooh, I'm going to go check this out. Oh, I can fix this. And, and Leslie, oh, this would be nice. Um, I know you probably don't know this because you're not a super Star Wars nerds like us, but a Nubian 
they're really shiny. They're like really pretty ships. Yeah, uh, it's every ship that Padme has flown around in is a Nubian ship. Yeah, they're they're super fancy. It's obviously going to be a mechanics check. I'm obviously going to use one of these points. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, it's going to be one purple, two red, and two setback. Which I shun horribly. I'm going to go ahead and steal that light side point back, because so there. I got two success and well, a threat. you do fix it. Like, you were trying to fix a ship so that you guys could take it. So my question is, like, are you wanting to, like, slave it into the other ship so that it just sort of tags along after you? I would have to at this point, because even though I do have some flying ability, I don't have, like, well, unless it has its own astrogation computer. Well, you could get fed that from the other ship. I'm still going to go with slaving. Slaving is the best idea at this point, because we're all kind of feeling like, you okay. know, we've been part of a crapshoot, either physically or, you know, in regards to our dignity. <laughs> so, totally. You now have that slave, so it will be coming back to the Shadow Raptor with you, with a tracker on it. Yeah, we can Shadow track our own ship there. as it follows <laughs> us Not home. Really bad thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure that it actually follows. Um, okay, so what's Matthew doing? Okay. Ben, I love you because you just roll with whatever. You know, when I ask you to do something difficult, you always go, sure. And then you come up with something awesome. Because I'm going to use the force. And uh, use force 4C. And I don't care what I roll. I'm flipping this stupid point And I'm using it, so. Okay, so you're using 4C. You have a single dark force point that you have then used and taken a strain for. Yeah. What is the time frame that you're looking for for C? Like, for C from, like, what Cog did by escaping, or... Hmm. I think he's very contemplative about this whole scenario. Um, they started this mission as competent team members um, of a relatively unknown team, and now we've come out of it about 24 hours later, having <laughs> saved an entire frigate and taken down a high-ranking Imperial double agent. And I think he's thinking we're more awesome. along the lines of, what is this? Yeah, we're, A, we're very good. We are the best. And B, what is this going to mean for him in the long run? I mean, he doesn't really know Kif very long, or TV for that matter, and yet TV now knows a burning secret of his. Kif has become, you know, the caretaker of his sword, and he and Nima go back a bit. So what does this mean? Like, is this becoming something bigger? And what is that going to mean for the future? Since this is a dark side, this is entirely sort of emotional and how it feels to you. You're looking at your squad. So you're, I'm going to give you one thing about, like, one sort of emotional thing about each of the people in your squad. Nima, you see, like, rising to be this emotional sort of almost apocalyptical leader like someone who is taking a very ragtag group and leading them against a very overwhelming enemy like you get a glinting like almost against this wall of white that looks like stormtrooper armor off of tv <laughs> uh tv you get a bit of a sense of awe, of all things, awe, of TV, and going back to his original programming as a tactical droid, and 
leading droids in a glorious battle. With Kith, yeah, you're getting a... I'm almost going to say a turtle vibe off of Kith. Like, where she is trying to protect people and trying to protect new friends. And is doing everything she can to sort of create barriers to protect. Create fortifications. Almost sort of to a desperate amount. And for you, you see reclaiming a sword of Mandalore that has been recently lost. This is also good. Matu, understanding now that this is somehow related to the Force and perhaps the future, keeps all this to himself. And uh, even does a pretty good job of hiding it from the team. But they are definitely things that will trouble his sleep and his reflective thoughts for the next few weeks. A galactic civil war spreads across the sun From the heights of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa To fight the evil empire for people join the fray These are the Now for the triumph that I had banked because I had no idea if anyone else was going to do any sort of investigation. I'm going to read this out. Investigating the area, pulling records, and data reveals details of the saboteur droid project. The planning sessions for getting the droids onto a rebel ship. The development of their cover identities as pirates. Alliance High Command is pleased that the PCs got to the bottom of this infiltration droid incursion and rewards them with combinations and congratulations. As you get back to the Shadow Raptor. And hopefully some medical aid. Oh, yeah, after you finish bobbing around like <laughs> Maybe some apples. actual vacation. So, mechanically, at the end of this, you guys are getting 15 experience, like we've been doing at the end of every actual session. You're getting five extra because you guys have come up with some really cool ideas tonight. You're also, like I know I've kind of frozen your duty at something close to 95, if not actually 95. At this point, you are going over to the next contribution level. So what that means is duty is getting reset, and you guys are going from contribution rank 3 to contribution rank 4. I don't know what that means. Oh, I thought we were only at contribution rank 1. No, you guys were at 3 to begin with. Oh, wow, we are awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so once you get to 100 or over, and in this case, A, since I can, and also this is how I sort of feel that it should be, it would be... Plus 5 for personnel, plus 10 for combat victory, plus 5 for sabotage. Oh no, actually this would be a plus 10 because that was some amazing sabotaging. Especially with the way things were going, I'd go with like a plus 5 for enemy demoralization. Yes. Okay, so what were those plus 5s? Are those are onto our new duty? That's what pushed us over. No, it's one of those things of, I need to push you guys over. Oh, okay. But also, just in general, this is what you guys should be getting for doing this. I got double this. digits, duty. Woo! So, going into friends like these, you are all back at zero duty. But you now have contribution rank four, which in our first interview episode, there is going to be a tiny bit of housekeeping. Some of it is going to be the results of our shopping. With contribution rank, you get some really cool things. If I remember right, it's like, restricted level of four plus your contribution rank 
Yeah, I think you're right, which at that point, Rarity 8 opens up some really, really cool things. You get one one item from that, re- and it can be restricted. On the other hand, I just gotta make sure that you guys don't hit contribution rank 6 anytime soon, otherwise some crazy Mando's getting a lightsaber. <laughs> yes! Well, I think we want to build I mean, a zone anyway no. if we get there. Rarity 8 gets us to jetpack level. Just want to remind you guys. <laughs> yes, please. Jetpacks. Bothin with a jetpack? What would Mando be without a good jetpack? Do we not get credits or anything like that? You know, I'll figure that out and let you guys know. I know we've discussed um, being able to essentially requisition some items like... I actually have made a little cheat sheet for Neema and some, and some suggestions for Amy. Most of it cheap, with the exception of uh, Neema was going to be looking into upgrading her armor a little bit. Yeah, and that's some of the stuff we can discuss between sessions. Cool. We have a ship. There is going to be a bit of a shopping list that you guys can now do. And also you have this nice gleaming ship that you may want to keep or may not. Well, it would be um, it'd blend in a lot more than the... Um, then the shuttle, it would also probably be a lot more comfortable with, like, separate quarters and stuff. Quite possibly. Alright, so there's that. And, yes, the next episode that we do will be a discussion episode for our listeners. And, so, let's see, we've covered duty, we've covered XP. I think that covers pretty much everything that we... I believe so. Um, Are you also giving out xp for the the gap or is that some of the bookkeeping we'll do for the discussion no episode? that's going to be some of the bookkeeping we're going to do in one of the two uh sessions or maybe even at the first episode of friends like these thank you so much for tuning in this has been a episode of here's of the hydean way and please keep listening you can find show updates on twitter at the hydean way and you can find me ben at deuterium ice and you can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H and Night with a K. You can follow me, Brent, at I Brent Brown on Twitter. Leslie and her counterpart Kith are also available on Twitter at LeslitGS. And you can follow me uh, at Sil Zero Chris. That's spelled S I L Z E R O. It is named after my other podcast where we play Edge of the Empire called Silhouette Zero. Check that out. Um, also, you can follow Matu on Twitter at MandoMatu. We're at TheHydeanWay.com, where you can find previous episodes, as well as our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. And our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by reading and reviewing us. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. 